Okay, in the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. We're continuing our Bible study, uh, the Epistle of Saint Paul to the Hebrews, and we uh, know it's been a while since we had like what three weeks or so, but uh, in a way, thank God that we're here. We didn't go to anywhere, so we're continuing the 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 the, the study together. Uh, if you remember, we stopped at chapter ten and verse uh, twenty-six. Just want to remind you of something that we talked about last time, Hebrews ten where again, we talked about the three invitations. Remember those? Started with like, let us and then three things. If you remember, uh, just go through them one more time here, which is uh, let us uh, come or draw near in verse 22, 10, 22. Let us hold fast in verse 23 and let us consider one another in verse 24 and 25. So those were the, as you said, the, the, the great, uh, uh, generous invitation that we have and that we are uh, talking about and that's where we left off last week. Welcome. So just starting uh, Hebrews 10 and as, I, as you were seeing, we, we, we ended last time in verse uh, 19, which is again, before that, we're talking about the, the, the three invitations. The let us uh, draw near in verse 22, let us uh, hold fast in verse 23, and then let us consider one another verses 24 and 25. Uh, just as a reminder, again, this is the... the um, uh, work or the, the, the message, as we said, the, the exhortation of St. Paul to the Hebrews in order to, to uh, get their attention to something that he's building up and building the stage to what's coming ne next, which is the famous Hebrews 11, the, um, the, the faith or the, the, um, the chapter of faith, that's what I want to say. So let's uh, let's uh, look at uh, again the end of where we started last or where we stopped last time and then we can move on to to the completion and the the, the rest of, of chapter uh, 10 uh, today God willing so um, if we just remember again let's just read uh, 10 from uh, 19 therefore brothers since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain that is through his flesh. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us, here again, the three letters, okay? Uh, let us draw near with true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. And then the second one, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. And then 24 and 25, let us consider how to steer up one another in love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as, how are you? as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more so you see that they drawing near. So with that, then, he starts to, 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 to finish this part in order to set, again, as I'm saying, set the stage for 
Hebrews 11 after this. So you, you, can, you can see and you can tell from, from uh, the passage of today that he is mainly trying to get their attention to the faith, right? Hebrews 11 is all about, all about the faith. So uh, let's see what, what is this all about and then uh, what do we have from it? It's in a way, in a way it, it starts with a passage that, that is very, very harsh as we read it before. And, and sounds like you know, what he's actually very uh, 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 strong as getting their attention to, you know, how could you do that, right? How, again, remembering all Hebrews, again, about those who accepted the faith, accepted Christ, but then they want to go back again because of the persecution, because of the, of the, of the trouble, because of the uh, tribulation, which he will hint to here in just the next couple verses or so that they want to go back again to their old life so here he's saying you know what if you are so much aware as hebrews of the of the of the torah and of the of the commandments and of everything how could you think this way about about christ so let's read from 26 till the end of the chapter and then uh talk about it and see exactly how does that uh how can we benefit from that from verse 26, for if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, and focus again and pay attention to the, to the, to the text itself. For if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a fearful expectation of judgment and a fury of fire that will consume the adversary. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three witnesses. How much worse punishment, how much sorer punishment in a different translation, do you think will be deserved by the one who has trampled underfoot the Son of God and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and has outraged the spirit of grace, insulted in another translation, insulted the spirit of grace. For we know him who said, vengeance is mine, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But recall the former days when after you were enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction, and sometimes being partners with those so treated for you had compassion on those in prison and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and a, an abiding one therefore do not throw away your confidence which has a great reward for you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of god you may receive what is promised for yet a little while and the coming one will come and will, will not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Grace of God be with us all. Amen. Very strong text, right? Welcome. Hebrews chapter 10 from 26 to the end. Very strong text, right? What do you think? Just want to hear again. After telling them again, let us do the three things. Let us draw near. Let us have confidence. And let us 
have fellowship with one another. Now he is setting another tone and seeing that starting by, by again, he's talking to Hebrews, talking to people who are very, very much aware and familiar with the, with the, with the Torah and with the commandments. So now he's, he's, he's bringing that into reality for them, right? So if you are really so much caring about, about the Torah and you know what's happening, and you have at one point accepted Christ, so so and so and so, right? As much as it sounds very, very harsh, but again, I want to you know, jump ahead and look at how he ended this, right? Why? Because he started by, again, how could you, again, those who, or them, or, or he, who would, who would, uh, uh, neglect and who he would uh, treat the blood of Christ as nothing, as, as unholy. But then at the end, he goes, what? You are actually better than that, right? You are, we are not of those, right? We are not of those. So one thing here to take care of and to, to, to pay attention to is the, 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 the um, um, way and the, who is he talking to? Right, right. The proposition, right. In the beginning of the of the passage that we read, he's talking about them, right, or he who, right. Look at look at. Pay attention to this in verse uh, twenty seven, for example, or or twenty eight. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy. And then twenty nine. How much? Worse punishment do you think will be deserved by the one who has trampled underfoot the Son of God and has profaned the blood, the covenant? Right? Here he's talking about whom? A one, he, right? You see it in a different translation that, that he's talking about he who, how, how much he is doing this, right? But then he at the end he brings it back again to us. We are not of, of those or of them in a different translation, right? So why, why, what is he trying to do here? He's, he's pointing out something that's very important, that he's actually telling them a fact, but he's saying that what you are not like this, right? If you look at the, the proposition again, he's talking about them, or he was talking in the, in the beginning, he's talking about he, he who denies God, he who denies, that's the you are, right? Look at this again, in verse 26, for if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge, so and so. So he is talking about what? Us, we, right? And then, and then later on, he started to go, but he who, right? Consider the blood of God. Saying, so he's, in a way, he is reproaching them, but in, a, in, a, in the same way, he's doing what? He's encouraging them. He said that you are not like this. How could you be like this? Question? Okay. Yes. Okay, yes, yes. So that's, 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 you know, one thing to, to pay attention to as we start this passage, because again, it is very important to know how, who is he addressing and how he's talking and what is he's trying to say, right? He is saying again, from the beginning, he's saying, if we go on sinning willfully, that's the, the deliberately or willfully out of our own will, after receiving the knowledge, there is no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, right? But then he takes the example of, 
or the 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 the, the the uh, status of he who defiled the blood of God, right? He's trying again, as much as he's saying that, you know what, you cannot do this, as much as he's saying actually that, at the, as, as he said at the end, but we are not of them. We are not of them. Big part of this passage actually is knowing a knowing couple of things. Number one, knowing that, that sinning based on weaknesses is different than sinning based on willingly, willingly, right? right? And, and again, I, I feel this is, this is happening a lot nowadays, just the, the, the amount of, of despair that we have, right? And the amount of, of fear that we have, right? But he is saying that, that, you know, again, he's talking to them and that's why I'm, I started with this first of all, because we are not of them. We are not of them. So don't, don't, he's giving them the status and the condition of them who will willfully sin that there is judgment, right? But you are not like this, right? And the same thing is for us also, you know, a lot of times we do this out of, 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 of our own desire to, to, to prove ourselves that we are good. Right, so because of that, because of that, we we find that we are falling all into into uh, the mind of that we are trying to. Um, we're not good enough. We're not good enough, right? But here he's 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 saying something that's very 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 different than that. You know, it, from the beginning, it sounds as if it if if it is, he is accusing them and he is uh, 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 threatening them, but actually he's not. He's he's saying that this is what. The price of this is that this is what the consequence of him who who sin willfully. But he's saying you are not like that. Right. Yes. Yes. Myrna is saying that he is trying to be like a mom who is reprimanding her children. Like okay, but at the end, but you're not like this, right? You're not like this. You are much, much better. You are actually, you shouldn't be like this, right? So it's something that I wanted to start with, first of all, because I think it's very important when we, when we look at that, because again, I think it's a lot of times we, 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 we miss the fact of who we are, right? And what we have and what we have. And that's why, again, after this, he starts next chapter with what? With the faith, which is so on, so on, so on, so on, right? So let's take it step by step and see exactly what's in the in the text uh, for, for for us to learn from, right? For if we go on sinning deliberately or or willfully, right? After receiving the knowledge of the truth, after receiving the knowledge, how can we receive the knowledge of the truth? Through what? A baptism gives us the illumination, give us the eye that can see, the inner eyes of the heart, right? But then the Holy Spirit gives us what? The wisdom and the knowledge, as, as the Lord himself said. You know, when you receive the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will what? Will teach you everything, right? Will teach you everything. So one thing that we, 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 we need to, 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 to know and to pay attention to that, that knowledge of the truth is and has to be through the Holy Spirit, right? And that's why before that he was talking about that we are we're receiving. We'll get to it. We'll refer to it in nine um, nine twelve. I think a very beautiful verse that we have 
the the eternal spirit, the eternal spirit, nine fourteen. The eternal spirit. So the spirit is the one who teaches, right? Now, if we are not growing in the knowledge, what what would be the reason? Why were why aren't we growing in the in the knowledge? We're depending on ourselves, right? Or another way, again, we depend on just knowledge as a matter, as a substance, not as a life, right? Not as an experience, right? Like I know the creed, I know there are how many books in the Bible, you know, I know that the Trinity is so and so and so, right? So I know that there is a fasting, I know what to do, I know hymns, I know this, I know that, right? But here you say the knowledge of the truth, because, because the truth is Christ himself. So knowing Christ, knowing Christ, right? If we go on and sinning the liberty after receiving the knowledge of God, there is no longer remains a sacrifice. Or like There is nothing that will, what, will, will, will clear, and there is nothing that will uh, uh, atone that, that sin, if we can say this, but a fearful expectation. So number one, what 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 we can get out of this is again that you know the knowledge and the growing in the knowledge has its own fruit right i can say that that i know but then as exactly saint john said you know i can know that i love god and i cannot love what my brother right so that has to be reflected and that's what he talks about later on he talks about by faith we live Right, the righteous by faith lives. So not just he he's he's justified by faith, but he's living by faith. And we'll talk about this later on. Yes. The blas blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. Verse 26. Verse 26 here says what? For if we go sin deliberately for receiving the knowledge, there is no longer remain the sacrifice. That's that's pretty much the same concept. Yes. Right. There is nothing that will help you. There is no, again, as 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 Juliana is referring to when the Lord said that every sin will be forgiven except the, 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 the sin of what? Blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And what does it mean to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit? Just to say that the Holy Spirit is not God? No. What is it? To resist the work of the Holy Spirit, to willingly, willing, will, willfully <laughs> continue to sin, right? This is the this is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit to re reject the work of the Holy Spirit, right? The Spirit comes and says, you know "What we shouldn't do this." The Spirit comes and says, "You know what? Come and pray." The Spirit comes and says, you know "What love your enemy, love your brother, not even your enemy," right? But you know, deliberately committing sin. Right? And again, that, that's what I was saying earlier, that there is a big difference between, again, that I know, I made up my mind, but because I'm weak, I keep falling, right? And another person that's just living his life, living her life, right? There is like, I don't care. I don't care. Or not able to make up the decision. Who are you? Who do you belong to? Right? So that's a very good point, Juliana. Thank you. Yes, this is basically what the Lord said, that every sin will be forgiven except the blasphemy against the spirit, rejecting the Holy Spirit, right? Number two, which is important also, the fact itself that, is, that there is what? There's judgment, right? There is consequences of what decision we make, what life we live. And he is saying that, again, 
but a fearful expectation of judgment and a fury fire that will consume the adversary. Right? And then he brings that, that example of, of, you know, in the Old Testament, if somebody breaks the law and there are two or three witnesses, then this person is what? Killed, right? So now here we have what? Much, much, much more. We have the completion, the, fulfill, the fulfillment of the, the, the commandment. We have Christ himself. And that's why he starts by, by, again, anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three. How much worse punishment do you think will be deserved by the one who has trampled underfoot this one? Right? And this is where, where, where again, he starts to change. Instead of we, him, he who deserved. Right? If, if you look at um, the... In, in the he is not in the ESV, but it's the New King James. So, well, I'll read 29 from the New King James. Of how much worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified? I come from. See what I'm saying? So now he's talking about not us, but he's still bringing up that, 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 that consequences of, of, of the, the magnitude of rejecting rejecting the work of, of god right now to to bring this back to us like you know what is it that that we all christian we're all believers we're all living and know the knowledge of god but again let's suffer a few times when 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 we are attacked by several things, and that's what he is, he's actually leading to in this discussion. When we are really attacked by things, sometimes not just we are weak, but sometimes the whole idea of living for Christ is not clear. Right? The, 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 the mindset of, no, I am for Christ, right? I am his child. Sometimes that, that you know, when we are going through several things or going through several, you know, struggles or for no reason, just, just, you know, for whatever reason, we start to rethink again, like, really, should I, should I do this? Should I really commit my life to Christ? Okay. What if just I live like everybody else is living? What if I just, you know, just, you know, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anything bad, but I don't want to really commit, right? And we, 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 we see this, 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 this fight a lot, that the idea of commitment, the idea of being for Christ, being what, meaning what, that, that I'm fully. Right? Why do you think that, that there, is, there, is, there is hardship and, and there, is, there is actually not hardship, there is, there is hard time committing to God? Do you think this is something that really, really we struggle with or not? Committing to God? Why is that? Why that commitment is not easy? Why that decision sometimes like, okay, we're committed today, maybe not tomorrow, right? Or based on the situation, based on whatever. 
I was talking about this the other day about you know if 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 somebody as Saint Paul himself said if we are uh, a soldier in the army in a war right you're committed you have no choice you have to be vigilant all the time right why because if you don't do this what will happen you'll die you'll die but with 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 and again I'm not saying that we 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 get you know. We fall and we come back again. You know, I think there's there's in in our own struggles there is a difference between we fall and come back again and we just lose the goal, lose the vision, and we're not committed. Why why would that happen? Trying to serve two masters. Okay, okay. Okay, yes, again, it's not quite clear. You, so, so, so I was just reading about, about something and like a lot of times we, 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 we perform, we don't live. We perform to be Christians, we act, right? But then we don't, still we don't wanna take that, you know, and, and, and we hear it a lot. Like I think, you know, living for Christ means that I have to, 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 to give up too many things and I don't wanna do this. It's a boring life. So here again, remember that he's talking to people who received and accepted, but then again, that commitment was not there or almost getting lost. Right? That's why I'm saying this, 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 this epistle is very uh, uh, relatable to us because under, again, too many things, you will see that how, what, what they went through. But for us, too many things are, are just pushing us in order to, to not to have that commitment. Does it make difference when you know that there are consequences? Again, it's not just like threatening, but 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 the idea itself, like, hey, you know, wake up. It's better. What does it say? It's fearful to fall in the hands of God. But it's so joyful to fall in the hands of God when we are what? When we are with Him. So it's the same hand, right? Same hand of God and the same God, but it depends how we fall into his hands, right? We fall because we're, you know, this is the time or we fall because no, we're actually resting. You know, as he said, you know, I'm holding you in, my, in the palm of my hands, right? So something to think about, something to think about, like how, how, how strong and how committed are we really to him, right? What will help us to, Renew that commitment. What do you think? I have a question. Yes, DJ. Um, how do we manage? So sometimes when I read verses about um, consequences of judgment, I feel it, I take it in and it affects me. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. other times I read it and I don't feel anything. Mm -hmm. And how do I, how do you manage that? Okay. Those different feelings, because, you know, you could read the same verse and be like, okay, like I'm, I'm fine, whatever. And then other times you're like, oh, I need to work on different things. Right, right. That's a great question, uh, DJ. And I think, you know, what do you think? What do you guys think, first of all? How can we manage that, you know, sometimes, you know, the word, the word of God kind of like actually, you know, pierce the heart, that's what we're saying, right? Mm -hmm. And some other times, like, no, I just like, okay. 
uh, not me or I'm just like indifferent. What do you think? I think a lot of it has to do with our mindset when we're reading. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine and I was reading and I was reading one of the Psalms and I tried, I, I didn't get a lot out of it. And I remember like thinking, oh, this is one of my favorite Psalms. I'm wondering why I'm not getting a lot out of it. And so I tried to like really focus, clear my head. And I paused after each line in the Psalm, kind of forcing myself to understand mm. what was happening and forcing my mind mm. to slow down. Because I think a lot of times when we're reading the Bible, we're, we're trying to like, we're trying to read that chapter before going to bed. So I can say, you know, I read my Bible for today or reading it in the morning or whenever you read and you're trying to get through it and you want to get a lot out of it and you have that intention, but sometimes you have to force yourself to also do it like practically and force your mind to slow down. And we live in such a speedy society and everything needs to happen so fast. And um, so if you kind of force yourself to be like, okay, I'm here and this is the only thing that matters for the time it takes me to read these words on the page and I'm going to take my time with it and I'm going to pause after each line and I'm going to try to really take it in. Um, that helped me at least. Mm. But that's one thing, Hannah, that's very, very, very helpful. Just to you know the mindset that we read sometimes, right? How can, how can we actually let the word of God settle as they say, just let it settle, let it, uh, you know, do the, the, the work that's supposed to be doing. What else? What else? Personally for me, I would say right. speak up, speak up a little bit. Okay, go ahead, Um, I was saying that it's sometimes more of like a season of life. Um okay. if, like um if I'm going through maybe a certain sin that I'm trying to come mm. overcome by the grace of God, sometimes when I read like the consequences, like you were saying, DJ, sometimes it hits more home. Um, in comparison to when I'm in a season of life, maybe I'm not really sensing that there's a specific sin mm. that I want to focus on mm. or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, I also think, and Abunai told me this before a lot, like it's sometimes the grace of God is what lets you feel certain words at some points of time. But if you always have that sense of connection to the word of God, sometimes we take it for granted. So sometimes God pulls back that sense of mm, connection to mm, his word. Mm. So you'll still feel thirsty for him to learn and to take it in. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about this, you know, that, that sometimes God will, what we call the withdrawal of grace. God will allow us to go through some, some dryness sometimes in order to, to actually live and ask more and, and humble ourselves more. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's very good. Yes. Yeah. What else? Somebody said, "Want well, to try to say something, Albert or Emil?" Yeah, uh, I was just gonna say, Abuna. Uh, yes. And like, it it comes down to our will, uh, to like, you know, mm -hmm. do we wanna hear what the Bible is saying? Like, do we, you know, are we, uh, like, for example, like the rich, uh, the rich uh, youth that, you know, he had Christ in front of him, and Christ told him exactly what mm. he, you know what he needed to do but he didn't he wasn't willing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes i think there's something you know something more than than all what we said what you guys said i think i think again something that we forget about it which is a relationship based on love based on love 
again, if somebody that you love says something that's not, you know, you, 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 you hurt me, for example, by doing whatever, we'll be very, very, very careful not to hurt that person, right? But if somebody that we don't care about, or just like, you know, acquaintance or somebody that we, well, we, we saw on the street or something like, I don't care, right? So I think one thing that we still not, not able to grasp, which is face, basing that and make the basis of that relationship based on love. And, and I don't think there's ever enough of that love. But a lot of times we don't ask to, to base that love, that relationship on the love, right? Because again, yes, you know, it's, 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 it's fearful to, fear, to, to, to fall in the hands of the Lord, right? But if we if we are if we if we're if we're letting and starting that relationship based on that love, you know, I would be very, very careful. I'll be very careful, right? And I think it's something that we don't pray enough for it. We don't ask God enough to increase that love. I think we a lot of times we feel like, okay, what I, I think my love is okay. <laughs> we all love God, right? Like if you go to a to a to a kindergarten Sunday school, okay, who loves Jesus? Ah, oh, me, me, right? We all love Jesus. I think we do the same thing, right? Do we love God? Yes, we all love God. What are you talking about? Right? But when you put it actually like, does really my life reflect that love? Right? It's not. All of us, I'm the first one. I don't think we have enough love. And we, I don't think we're asking for enough love. Not just having, because yes, but there is, there is yes, we, 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 we don't have enough love, but we can ask. We can ask. Like, Again, you know, each one will ask himself, herself, how often do we really pray that the Lord teach me how to love you? Increase that love, pour that love in my heart. You know, or if we do it just maybe, you know, on the go. Not paying attention, not understanding the importance that this, what will trigger this. So that's, that's something that's very important that we, and that's why he's talking about this here again. How could you, or how could he, not you, <laughs> sorry. That person, say like, that's not you, you know, because I know that you love God, <laughs> right? He's using that, that, that uh, uh, way of, 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 of reprehending, but in a very, very subtle and very nice way. Like, you're not like that, but be careful because he who does that is falling under this and this and this and this. And the same thing, by the way, if you look at the text itself, the same thing, you know, when we say, for example, that uh, that how, you know, uh, let's bring this back again, again. How much worse punishment do you think will be deserved? He will be deserved or he will deserve by the one who has trampled underfoot the son of God and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified. Here, by the way, the, the, the meaning uh, uh, profane or count unholy is, is the actual word means to, to, to count or to consider as a normal thing. So it's not as, you know, which actually it's worse because, you know, when you consider the blood of, of Jesus un unholy, like, wow, this is huge, right? Who can do this? But when you consider the blood of God normal, yeah. yeah. So the word itself is actually, it's much, much more uh, dangerous, right? 
because you know again at one time we all consider the salvation the salvific work of god it's normal stuff happened okay so what's a big deal right we don't and that's another another reason dj back to your question again how can we keep this by daily understanding and valuing what has he done for us right but when we take it as normal that's exactly what he's saying here to count or deem means a conscious judgment resting on a deliberate weighing. But before that, he talks about, about the, the, the um, let me read it for you here. That he consider the blood as a normal thing, as something that is, uh, that is, is not dedicated for God. Again, the holy thing would be what? Consecrated, we set aside, right? But when you, when you look at the whole work of God, the salvation, the blood of Christ, as something that's normal, yeah, it happened, so what? Right? Thank you, you know, he's, he's a very, really very loving God, and, but you know, that doesn't mean anything to me. In life, it doesn't mean anything to me. Yes, faith, okay. And that's what he's talking about. So when, when he said that, how could he, you know, who, who, who uh, consider and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and his outrageous spirit of grace, meaning that you're, 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 you're considering those things as what? As a normal thing, not a big deal. Why do I have to commit to him? Well, he, the Lord died for you. Like, okay, so what? That's how we think. Well, God came for you and personally and said, okay, so what? I still have my life. And that's what he's talking about. So when you first read it, it sounds like, wow, this is an awful thing. Who could step on the blood of Christ? This is awful. But actually, it's much, much more worse. Because it's not who steps, who is what, who's considering it. Common. Normal. Exactly as we come to, to communion, it's a common thing. No. I haven't, I haven't, you know, uh, uh, repented, I haven't examined myself. I, I'm not coming with the feeling that I am in need, that I am sick. I need to be healed. I'm just walking in. A common thing. You know, Sunday, that's the liturgy, that's the ritual. At the end of the litur liturgy, we all go and take communion and leave, and life goes on. Normal, common thing. It's, it's not a common thing. Not treating it or treating it as common is equals what treating it as unholy. And that's, that's, that's another reason for us, like, no, things has to, to be, I have to look at things from a different perspective. Right? It's, it's amazing when you actually look at the actual meanings and see like, no, it's much, much more than just, because again, when you first read it, like this is, this is, this is insane. Like who would do that, right? Who would do that? How much more punishment do you think will be deserved the one who trampled underfoot the son of God? Like, God forbid, who's doing this? And has profaned the blood of the... But when you look at like, no, actually meaning that you are dealing with the salvation, with the crucifixion, with the incarnation as a normal thing, then we are profaning it. But again, he says that what? Not us, <laughs> right? Not us. 
and has outraged the spirit of grace. Why does he? Why does he link the blood and the and the spirit together? What do you think? Again, the the the, the verse and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he was crucified and has outraged the spirit of grace. Why the blood and the spirit together? And the same thing again, as I was mentioning before, if you go back again to chapter uh, nine, verse 14. If somebody reads 914. They both work within us. Yes. How is that? Okay. Okay, spirit is the teaching, the wisdom, and blood is the covenant, is the is the is the atonement. Okay, what else? What else? What does nine fourteen say? If you can read it, Yusuf, go ahead. I know you're burning to read. Yeah. <laughs> how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit, offer Himself without spot to God? Okay, how shall how more shall the blood of Christ through eternal through eternal Spirit? Right, that's what I said. Mm -hmm. Okay. What, what, what's the link again? Why is this? It's pretty much the same verse, right? Yes, the eternal spirit, the eternal Holy Spirit. Yes. Okay. Okay. According to the Old Testament, that the Lord said that the blood has what? Has life. The blood has life, right? And that's why I said, do not eat something with its blood because the life is still there. So here, yes, what we're saying is is is, is kind of like good contemplation, everything. But the actual, you know, the blood always has life. So when we when we have the blood of Christ, we have the life. That's why we we, we say it's eternal life, right? So here he is linking both of them together. That when we are defiling, we are considering the blood of Christ and, 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 the, and, the, and the salvation as common thing, we are also denying what? The spirit. It goes back again to your first point, right? That we're denying the work of the, of the spirit in us, right? And that's always another thing, like why the blood gives life? Because the, li the blood has life. And in another way also, when he talks about that, because we are what also? We are one with him. That's what he said in John 17, right? So in a way, if we are profaning the blood of God and the promise and the spirit, we also, we can do this by, by profaning what? Ourselves, our bodies. We are one with God, right? We, as he said, we are flesh of his flesh and bone of his bone, right? So when we are denying the work of God, when we are profaning, we are considering the work of God and the blood of God as normal, as common, we are also, we can do this by doing this to what? To ourselves, because we are one with him. How can we do this to ourselves? How we can consider ourselves common? I just said it. Because common meaning what? Meaning we're, we're, we're not what? We're not holy. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Blood not means life. Blood has life. Blood has life. Yes. Okay. And then 
but uh, what's the step after that, like, or the part after that? I'm saying the same thing also because we are one with God, right? So when we, the, another way of, of, of denying the work of God and denying and profaning his work and, and his blood is we do the same thing to ourselves because we are one with him. We are his temple. We are his body, right? That's what he said, right? He is the head and we are members of the one body. So by not by, by 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 not looking at ourselves as holy, as dedicated back again to the commitment that we are his, then in a way we are doing the same thing. Right? Because as we said, the blood has always the blood has life, right? So when we are connected with him, and that's why also we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? So I'm bringing that because, again, you can say, okay, like, well, I don't do this to, to God. Okay, okay, what are we doing to ourselves, right? Because we are one with him. So if we consider our life as common, that's another, we can take it to another depth also, right? Like, our life, our, our journey on earth, our goals, our everything is, is common. It's not, not, not God, not holy for him. I can do with it whatever I want to do. Like, no. That goes under the same. Right? Are you following me? Or I'm being so philosophical. <laughs> right? It goes under the same, the same way. And that's why he is saying again that that he's bringing this to them because they are at the 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 the, the point of leaving Jesus, leaving Christ, and going back again to. And that's why later on he says, okay, he actually remind them that you are actually, you 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 suffer, you struggle, and that's why if you remember when we talked about the 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 introduction of the of the of the epistle that they were under certain kind of what. Of persecution. You see this from here from verse uh, 20 of uh, 32, right? But recall the former days when after you were enlightened, you endured the hard struggle with sufferings, right? So because you were enlightened, because you 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 accepted Christ, and once you accept Christ, that you that means that you are what enlightened, right? Because of that, you were enduring struggles and tribulation. And sufferings, right? To the point that some of you actually lost their belongings, lost their, their 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 possessions, and some of you felt like you were imprisoned as we were imprisoned. So he's he's actually encouraging them and, and saying like you were you you did you 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 went through a lot. You went through a lot, right? But you have one thing remaining. Just hold on. That's why he talks about more about what about patience and about long suffering and 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 confidence right and again that's very very much to 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 re related to us right us who received as us who again if you take this and 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 talk about it as it's it's our story it's recall the former days when after you were enlightened <laughs> right and you suffered yes after you accepted Christ, right? That's what we're saying. Accepting God, accepting Christ, being being Christian, that is enlightenment. 
you're enlightened by the Holy Spirit, right? And because of that, you struggled, you suffered, right? Both together, because again, baptism, yes, baptism is the enlightenment and is the, is, the, is the elimination of the new life. But if I do not understand that, and if I do not live by that, then it, it's, you know, I'm not living it. So it's both. Say again, struggle. For them here, the struggle is actually the actual tribulation, the actual uh, uh, persecution that they went through. For us, it's whatever we take, that's why we called, you know, we are witnesses or witnessing, which is martyrs, right? So, so being martyrs, being going through the trouble, through the, 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 the sufferings is because we are committed back again to commitment, because we commit to live as his children, as continuously being eliminated, right? That's the price. If we are eliminated, if we are living to Christ, if we are his children, let's remember that there is a price. And that's why it's a suffering. Right? But because of that, right, you will receive so and so as, as we see, as we'll see later on. Good. But recall the former days when after you were enlightened, you endured the hard struggles with suffering. Sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction, and sometimes being partners with those who so treated. For you had compassion on those in prison, and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property, since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and abiding one. He's okay, like remember, the reason you let your possession go and let them plunder your possession because you knew what that you have a better again better hope, better possession. You have something that will last forever, right? And this is again, as this is, this is back again to your question, DJ, this is the clue again for why would, why should we, you know, be moved, right? Because knowing as, as Hannah was saying, it's a mindset, knowing that whatever we are attached to here is what is temporary. Right? And we will never, have that understanding and that mindset unless we actually taste the love of God, right? Then you have, okay, I'm willingly leaving this and detaching from this in order to attach to the, to the one, right? Recall the former days again, after you, being partners with us. You had compassion on those in prison and joyful accepted the plundering of your property since you knew that you yourself had a better possession and abiding one, abiding one, staying forever. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward, for you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. So here he's, he brings, brings to, the, to, the, to the stage two things, which are what? Confidence and endurance. Yes. To receive the great reward in the promise. Confidence and endurance. Yes. Confidence is, is what he talks about later on, which is faith. Right? So, so faith that he is able to do this and this and this. Right? 
Yes, yes. So the secret for them is for the victory. The secret for them to 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 go through this is what faith and patience, confidence and endurance. Faith, faith and pa faith and patience, faith and patience. Right, which is something again is 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 something we have to pray for, something we have to ask for. Faith that we 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 are moving and and again you cannot detach from something unless you have something tangible you are attached to. Right? You cannot say no 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 I I don't want anything okay like what is it that you want right? right? And we all agree we all know that we all have that void that has to be filled, filled. So whether I fill it with anything that is perishable or fill it with the one thing okay i wonder well this is all dreams all in the air right i don't see any of this that's why he started this passage by saying what in verse 32 you were what enlightened you can see something that nobody can see because later on in, in in chapter next chapter chapter 11 talks about faith which is what the unseen, right? The unseen. So in order to see the unseen, you have to do what? To be enlightened. And how can I be enlightened? By the work of the, of the Holy Spirit. How can the work of the Holy Spirit continuously work for me? By me not what? Not considering everything as common. <laughs> see? The full circle. Not insulting the grace, the spirit of grace. The word is insult. Well, I don't see anything. <laughs> let's let's go backward and see what are we doing. Right? Are we able to 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 hold on and to to take the the persecution, the suffering, and the struggle, or not? Yes, Julia. Instead of uh, of uh, what is it? Outrage the spirit of grace. Yes, yes. I want to finish the, the the chapter. Do you have ten more minutes? I know it's seven thirty already. Can can we go with ten more minutes, people online? Okay, I take this as a yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thank you. See here again, he's, 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 he's changing the proposition again from he, now he's talking about what? We, but recall the former days when you were enlightened, right? For you had compassion on those, right? Don't, you know, whatever you, you've done is not taken lightly by God. You were part of that. Even by just feeling with those who were in prison, right? So it's not asking any big things. Like maybe all I can do is just, you know, I feel for them who were crucified at that time or imprisoned. That, that's wonderful. You know, you showed something. That's why I'm saying it's the, 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 the uh, chastisement or chastisement or, or, uh, and also the encouragement and telling them like, no, no. Right? Some of them were actually, their, their possession were taken. Some of them, nothing. They just, you know, and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property. 
since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession of it. And before that said, for, for you had compassion on those in prison. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence. Do not throw away your confidence, which, uh, which has a great reward. For you have need of endurance. So again, confidence and endurance or faith and patience. So that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. So again, you know, we talked about this uh, before. If in 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 uh, in, uh, in uh, the same chapter, actually, chapter ten, verse uh, nine. If I go back again to the uh, up to to chapter verse nine, um, then he added, "Behold, I have come to do your will." He does away with the first in order to establish the second. By that will, he have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus. So that will is again the sanctification. Right? And here again, he talks about the same thing that you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. What is promised? So, how can we receive what is promised? Through faith and patience, through not accepting everything as common. So, what? Not appreciating, right? Remember, I was talking about this last time that, that, that. The, the the we approach God with, with a bad attitude, right? Now here is this is this is the good attitude, right? Like I understand what you've done to me is not just an, a common thing that I can just pass by. No, it's it's very very personal, very 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 precious, and very very life changing. Then he goes on verse 37, 38 in a beautiful way. For yet a little while, and the coming one will come and will not delay. If somebody can open, I'm going to go to the Old Testament because that's actually taken from that. In the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2. Chapter 2. And verse 3 and 4. Actually, let's read it from the beginning. Habakkuk, chapter 2, from 1 till 4. Maybe I'll bring it up here again also so we have it. And then tell you why, why we're bringing this here. So in, 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 if you remember, if you're familiar with the book of Habakkuk, the beginning of Habakkuk talks about like, God, why? Why I cry and you don't hear? Why are the enemy doing this? How long? This is chapter one. And then after all that complaint, he goes on in chapter two and say, I will take my stand at my watch post. This is Habakkuk. And station myself on the tower and look out to see what he will say to me. And what I will and what I will answer concerning my complaint. He's been complaining to God over that. And now he's saying, okay, this is enough time for complaining. What I what, what I will do is what? I'm gonna go on the tower and just listen. Okay, what do you want to say? Okay. And here it is. And the Lord answered me, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. Make it clear. I'm gonna give you the vision, we're gonna write it on a tablet that everyone will see to run to it. Look at this. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. It seems, if it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Look at this. Hebrews 
10. Yet a little while, and the coming one will come and will not delay. He's using the same thing. What is, he, what is Habakkuk talking about here? That the salvation is coming. The Messiah is coming. You keep complaining, complaining, just wait. It will come. It will not, it will not delay. Right? Here again, they are being under persecution, under suffering. They are complaining. They want to leave Christ and go to what, do whatever. Just wait. Have patience. It will come. It will not delay. The same thing. It will not delay. It will surely come. Here is talking about the vision, the word of God, which is actually Christ himself. So that's why in, in Hebrews 10, again, Paul is saying, after talking about all this, he said what? Have endurance, have confidence for yet a little while and the coming will come and will not delay. Not delay. Well, but I'm tired. Well, just wait. I don't see any reason for what I do. Okay, just wait. It's too hard. Wait, it will come. Little while. That little while has been what? For them, before Christ coming was, as we read in the Synexarium of, of uh, Christmas Eve, 5,000 years, right? Little while, yeah. Little while. The amazing thing that that same word, little while, is actually used in, somebody also can, 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 can bring up Isaiah 26, 12, I think. 26, 20. Isaiah 26, 20. Somebody can read it. Fast. Go ahead, Yusuf, again. You guys are very slow. Yusuf is just like... Okay. Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself, as it were, for a little moment until the... For a little while. Come, my people, enter your chamber and what? Enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. And shut your doors behind And do what? Hide yourself. For? It were for a little moment. Hide yourself for a little moment. Until? The until the indignation hide yourself for a little room. that's what we need to do enter your room and hide yourself for a little while can you do that why can't we why can't we no patience and no faith like what do you mean hide yourself in the room <laughs> What do you mean little while? It's been too long, you know. Just look at the last two years since COVID, you know, it's been forever. It seems like forever. It's fine. It's fine. The vision is coming. But what do you need to do in order to hear it? Go on that, back again to, 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 to Habakkuk. What did he say? I will take my stand at my watch post. And station myself on the tower. Be ready. Be, 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 be close to him. right? As if he's climbing and, and ascending to somewhere that is close to heaven. So he can see. He can hear. Get closer. Get, on, get, get into the watch post. Station yourself on the tower. Look out. Look out. Be, be ready. Look out for something. To see what he will say to me. And what I will answer. And be ready what to answer also when he comes to you and tell you. So and so. You want to say something? No? Okay. <laughs> right? So again, he's saying that 
in this in this passage. Before that, he was talking about 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 patience again, talking about how to live boldly as we have the high priest, right? That let us draw near, let us pay attention, let us have fellowship. But then again, he said, like when you as you're doing this, be careful. Be careful because he who will not consider or will consider the blood of God as normal will have what consequences will fall into the hands of God, but fall into the wrong way. <laughs> right? So be careful because you are not like this. You've suffered, you struggled, you let go of your possession. You're not like this. You're awesome. You're, you're, you're wonderful. You are wonderful. But be careful. Just hold on. Just hold on. And that's, that's why I feel sometimes like when we are under the struggle, under the, the attack, under we give up easily. And we're as if it's not normal. Like who said it's not normal? He said the, no, the, the road, the gate is what? Narrow. That's what he said. He didn't lie. He didn't say, okay, you know what? Just follow me. We are, we're not preaching the, 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 the prosperity gospel here as our friends over there, right, Christina? <laughs> Your life will be amazing. You'll be showered with all the blessings. <laughs> you have five wives. You have, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he didn't lie. But just wait a little while. How? By the endurance and the faith. That's why after this, he comes with what? The chapter of faith after. Again, so so just wait a little. But in order to wait, you have to be, you have to be in the right position. Go on the watch post, go on the, the tower and be ready. Look for how, when it's gonna come, look for it. And he always, he always, he always gives reasons for us to, to endure. If we are watching, he's always saying something like, look, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm going to give you a little bit of, you know, things here and there to encourage you. Because he knows that we are still babes. We need a piece of chocolate every once in a while, like a piece of candy. Like, okay, here, okay. You're, you're satisfied now? Okay, I'm going to take it from you now. <laughs> but I'll, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still here. Because he doesn't want all our relationship is based on what? A piece of candy. No, I'll take it from you and see how you'll function. Wait a little while and the coming one will come and will not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith. And this is again from the same book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk uh, 3 and 4. Behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him, but the righteous shall live by faith. So in the text, in the actual context of this verse, he's actually comparing between, between the enemy who's puffed up and, and, and his soul will not, will not live and between he, him who lives by what? By faith. And as we were saying earlier, not just he is justified by faith, he's living by faith, meaning that he's putting the faith into, into action, into an actual life. An actual life. And that's what he says. But my righteous one shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back, <laughs> he falls back, my soul has no pleasure in him. 38? Yeah. It's all Habakkuk 2, 3 and, 3 and 4. But if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Why? Shrinks back meaning what? It's your own. Back again to what we started with, which is what? Commitment. You don't want to commit, you want to shrink back. 
But remember, my soul shall find no pleasure in you. But then again, but you are not them. <laughs> you are not them. You are not of those who shrink back and destroy, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Are you up to it or not? This is who we are. This is who we are. Right? Again, just follow the text. Follow the map. And you'll receive the promises and, and follow, follow what he's saying. Go up on the watch post, go up on the tower daily and look and see and wait. What, he, what will he say? And be ready when he talks to you, what will you talk back to him? What will you say to him? Go into your room for a little while. Then that little while will pass by because you are with him. You're not on your own. And that's how we get that confidence and that endurance. Beautiful text, beautiful chapter. And then after this, we'll go again. I have no idea how we're going to tackle chapter 11. It's going to take us forever, probably. But we'll, uh, we'll pray and see what God wants us to do in chapter 11. Any questions or additions or comments? Okay, I probably lost you. You slept. You have no no endurance. <laughs> Stay again. What's for the week? What's for the week? What do you think? What do you suggest? Go in the room. Go into the room. Yes. Go into the room. Go on the watch post and wait for a little while. Don't give up. Don't give up. When we're down, when we're dry, when we're cold, again. Don't confuse being weak and struggling with I don't want to. If I don't want to, that's a different story. Let's let's reevaluate things again. What are we wanting? The things that will 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 perish or the things that will abide forever? What is it? If we make up our mind, then okay, find refuge in him, go to your room. So that little while will go, will pass by. Right? And by faith and by patience, we'll receive the promises that we've promised. Amen. Anything else? Any other comments? Um, yeah, you said we will discuss the book club rescheduling here. Yes. <laughs> yes. So those of you who've... Uh, so let's, uh, let's just end this here. Let's pray and this, and then we'll discuss this so I can end the recording here. In the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, my God. I mean, Lord, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for your, uh, all your promises, Lord. Lord, you give, come, Lord, and allow your Holy Spirit to pour that love in our hearts, Lord, that we can really love you, Lord, uh, with, with all our being as you want us to do this. Love you, Lord, with our strength, our might, with our mind, with every single breath that we do, Lord, that we breathe, that we, we love you, Lord, that we can come and commit our lives to you, Lord, that uh, we receive all the promises. Give us the patience, give us the faith, give us the endurance. Allow us, Lord, to go, Lord, into our chambers, our our rooms, Lord. Allow us to go to the to the watch post, the tower, and wait for you, Lord, knowing that it will come, even if it's delayed, Lord. But it will never be delayed. Hear our prayers, supplications, prayers of all your saints. Hear us, Monsieur, our Father who art in heaven. Oh,